listening to episode 70 of the 11th hour a podcast about rancid i am uh sam melancon of debacle records i'm brad rose from foxy digitalis each week one of us picks a rancid song and talks about all our complicated feelings uh this week i picked uh turntable from life won't wait Uh, all right, uh, turntable. Uh, Life Won't Wait was 1998, in June 1998. The song is written by Tim, I think, exclusively, though. There is a guest, it's Simon from the Bar Sinisters and a bunch of other bands. Who I didn't know much about, I did look into him a little bit. Um, he had a project recently with Vic where they did kind of funny like sassy doo-wop which was kind of interesting oh, he's interesting. an old old punk kind of kind of on that you know conservative new york side of punk uh-huh. you know what i mean like that like punchy in the face but he was also very sweet jazzy um crooner kind of i don't know he's yeah. kind of everything you know he's got and an interesting kind of, band camp page with all sorts of random shit on it like yeah old... like he's kind of really trying to get back into it it seems that's, like i mean that's cool like good for him i don't know like he you know like i'm sure there's a lot of things that this guy would drive me up the wall about but he also sure. is like very talented and like you know Vic. it's kind of that thing of like vic <laughs> vouches for him so I'm like yeah, all right well, <laughs> right he gets like 10 more points you know um I mean, he does have an album called Emotional Support Cockroach, so. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's the most 90s thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, uh, yeah, I mean, he's kind of in that, like, you know, seems like he wishes he was born in a different era a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but he pr- provides a guitar line that is wonderful yes. in this song, um, that, that high kind of ringing guitar is like reggae-ish guitar. Um, it was very big in like the 90s around this time. Um, though it's still something I love, even though it like kind of crossed over the weird pop songs around this time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, this is a... I, I knew I loved this song, you know? I remember really liking this song. This song feels so 98 to me. Um, I don't know why. But like looking back at this song, like I love this song. I gotta yeah. tell you, man. Like it's a fucking it's banger. Of, it's so good. <laughs> it's again one of these ones that is recorded so like the production is so mm-hmm. important and inherently like like valuable to um like to the overall thing. Like I think if they recorded a couple years later, it wouldn't be so experimental. Right. It it's um the lyrics are so impressionistic but they get caught in your head like they don't I, they're not explicitly about anything very easily easy to hear you know what i mean like um right they really get caught like that whole beginning part from tim is so like he comes out the gate just 
like burning it down when he does the whole the he's gonna go go get it gonna run run set it uh-huh hidden realm <laughs> ah everybody knows it's fucking wild no front and about it that whole thing like he's just like going he's just, <laughs> yeah you know, he's just going 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 and they're they're playing this really crunchy raw i love the, uh, i just love the like timbre of the guitars on the like the, the so cr- cool oh my god it's that it's crunchy like that's the only word i keep i can think it just in the best way i mean it's like it's it's satisfying in that like asmr way like it's not like asmr but you know like that really it's just like rich yeah when you and, really feel yeah or like i yeah, yeah. it's so it's so i mean i think that just goes to the 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 engineering of all this of this track but of this record like- they don't tend to like play with their guitar no. very much, you know, like they, this is, it's a really cool song. And, and it, it's a, it's a song based on a groove that they don't tend to do. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, the bass sounds so raw and like gr- growly on this song. Yeah. Yeah. And, like you don't, I, I, I think I, it's not something I've really noticed before, but you know, like, you know, when you put a, <laughs> magnifying glass on a song sure. you start to hear yeah. more you know you start to separate out the pieces and it's like wow this bass is so you know aggressive and like low in a way it's almost sound down tuned or something and um i don't know if it is but you know it kind of has that characterization of like you're really feeling the the, the strings going out you know wow, right you know and it's just um it's such a cool little groove and he's kind of like you know i think the the sort of dreamlike repetitive atmosphere of the song it's kind of part of it you know like it's, uh-huh. it's literally about spinning like a dj's turntable and it's supposed to be repetitive and like the only part that's not just kind of on this groove is this like beautiful noodly like reggae yeah. like if i don't know like it, to me the thing that came to mind was had more to do with like cameron stallone and like Ra <laughs> than it did with like rancid you know what i mean like like no, I can see that. Yeah. Like early, oh my god. Like, like Sunara to me yeah. as much as it I mean obviously all those things are very related like like sure. like that sort of um god add a bit of add yeah I'm, like now I'm totally thinking like add a bit of I don't know a little reverb a little course to the guitar yeah, uh, the guitar yeah. and you're Slow in down. like yeah and you're in like early 2000 or 2010s yeah, not not fun. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow, and which is why all that stuff yes. was so exciting to exactly. me because people were using those textures for experimental music, and I was like, "Yes, this is all I ever wanted." You yeah, know, like, and uh, you know, like, um, and, oh, I love that! I love that callback. Yeah, oh. yeah. I mean, but it's a really cool, ringing, beautiful guitar line that, that um, uh, we probably won't play it. But Ted did. Ted sent in a message, and and um. I don't want to take some of his points, you know, like that would be weird, sure. but he had, he had, he had planted the seed that like, it does have a very, like, um, you almost feel like there's, um, steel drums on the, the song, yeah. but it's, it's just a guitar. It's just a guitar. I mean? Yeah. No, that's a good call. Yeah. Um, he, he totally, I was like, yeah, you're right. You're totally right. So, uh, good I'm, call on that one. Too. I'm guessing like, he didn't call this one a Turkey. He did not call it. I think, <laughs> I think, yeah, to to quote him a little bit, but not call, play the whole thing. He was like, "What a difference, you know." A week, <laughs> a week makes. makes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Basically, is what he said. Yeah, and yeah, it's true. Like, I think that this is this is why, like, this is a great example of like this is just some B side deep cut from Life Won't Wait, right? Like, but this is what makes Life Won't Wait so fucking good. Yeah, I mean, and we're, and it's like what it's near the end of the record too, right? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. it's like buried in there, 
and it is like what a, it's two minutes around like a bunch of long songs too you know it's um, just it's one of those things too i mean god these three records these like the wolves this one and yeah. two that like what a ridiculous run and even i mean even if you just focus in on outcome the wolves in this one which were I don't, oh, I don't know. I guess Indestructible may be bigger than that. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Like, I know we, we all know Outcome of the Wolves was the big one, but like, yeah. I, I don't know where it goes from there. But like, just what a ha! Ah, it's just so improbable to me that these guys, like, these knuckleheads, these knuckleheads <laughs> pulled this off. Like on and on the back of and again, like you know, we talked about we've talked about with uh, Outcome of the Wolves, like they're like oh, the pressure of the moment yeah. like really kind of, you know, it's the whole, yeah, it's like turn it into a diamond kind of thing. Yeah. Like this was a different pressure, like the pressure, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it was like, yeah, Matt, I know it's the Matt, follow-up pressure. Right yeah. now. And, and they turned out that like, I think the, and they like orchestrated all these people who I think left to their own devices would make fine genre music. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, kind of like, like they made something above and beyond the genre, like the, the, like kind of like, LARPing, you know, like a lot of these bands and these scenes. Sorry, so like, no, 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 yeah, no, I think that's, I'm curious if you think, so you know, we've talked about, like, I mean, Lars talks about all the time how Tim is the puppet master, he doesn't call him the, I don't know, ringleader, ringleader, the, 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 the the general or something, you know, yeah, the mastermind, yeah, yeah, so you know, thinking about that, like, all these people who play on this, who, you know, I mean, is this crazy? Is this, is this like a Tim? Is this a just showing that side of Tim? Like how much that credit? Kind of coordination, like, that like Miles Davisness of Tim. Yeah, like just knowing like the right people in the room. Right. It's like it's like he know. It's like yeah, okay. I know what you've done, and it's and it's fine. But like I know, I know what I you know can you're capable do. of, and I also know if I say the right thing, yeah. it will get this performance out of you. And do you? I feel. Like, I mean, is that giving Tim know. too much credit? I don't know. It might be, it might be like that he knows how to get, like, like, I feel like I've heard it a little bit, like, there's Tim whispers around him that mm-hmm. take what, like, Tim wants and then tells, like, 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 that's, he always needs, like, an engineer or a musician around him that helps him a little bit, but, like, that might not be true, you know, like, I don't know, yeah. this is, this is where the parasocial thing gets a little creepy, right? Sure. Like, but I would love to know what... It, like what it was in these sessions because like he obviously him and Lars like but especially Tim had a vision for these sessions yeah like, like went out to these good musicians that are probably better musicians than him so like he's right. not like he can like talk down to them about what he wants he has to say like I don't know I'm playing something like this and they're like okay I get your three note solo now what do you want you know like like yeah. he has to have the confidence to ask them for things. Well, and I think also the confidence to, in the case of people like Doctor Israel or Buju, like to just step back and be like, "Do your thing." Yeah, yeah, and but probably still probably do a little bit of like editing and doing right. You know, like, he, I'm sure there's stuff they cut. You know, like there, there's yeah. there's obvious. I mean, there's stuff in the in the silencers like Life Won't Wait demos that like you can tell like there's they went in a different direction and like, so it's like. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but like <laughs> And it's especially on I mean it's on this record more than anything because like yeah. you know because it was such like this like group hug they were like trying <laughs> to spread the money around and like they were trying to like get people on the record and like but yeah. like you know and like 
it's funny. Like, I have no love, and I see it sounds like I, for good reason, I have no love for the boss tones, right? But, right. like, like, you know, the, the boss tones were in the studio for two minutes, and like Dickie Barrett was there, and like, on. He was like, you should sing this part where we cut out on cash culture and violence. And that is like stuck in my head. It's like the greatest moment on cash culture and violence. And it's just Dickie Barrett going like cash culture and violence. You know? <laughs> and it's like, who, who would go like, right. Yeah. That's the perfect time for like this two second, you know, like I'm like, Oh yeah, that song, that's the one where Dickie Barrett comes on and like sings one line. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> And it sounds really good and it fits. And you're like, yeah, that's where I would put them on this record. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, it's, and I'm sure again, it's all happy accidents. It's just like, he seems to know how to like roll with all these people coming in and out of the studio and go like, what are you good at? You know, like where, where right. do you fit in this whole mess? And like, and then they cut it down into something and you know, it's this huge sprawling, crazy thing. And it all kind of works together. And like, I don't know. There's so this so easily could have been a complete mess. Oh, it 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 should have been. I, co- I mean, I would go as far as say that it, the fact that it isn't is so improbable. <laughs> it really is. Like <laughs> I think it's like the hubris of being young and just insane. I think probably like, and and, right, like, and you're riding that high of yeah. outcome the wolves like and everybody you know it's just this yeah I. You know, and again, like anytime they've tried to re- channel these mo- recreate moments like this now, it just doesn't work. And yeah, it's because yeah. they don't have, you know, the high is gone. Like now you're, now you're, now you're just, instead, now you're instead of like, <laughs> yeah. instead of like pulling it up and being like, yeah, we're up here. Everybody's now you're like reaching, you're down here and you're like, fuck, I'm trying to, yeah, call. yeah. and, and I, yeah, I don't, and, I don't know. I just, it's, it's been one of the fun, most fun journeys of this podcast is like, it's like, you know, as I said at the beginning, like life won't wait. I already checked out at that point. And so I, you know, listened to it. I knew about it, but not to the extent that I do now. And like really getting to dig into this album, especially now with a lot of distance from, and, and, and maybe a different understanding of, music and why why certain things move me or connect with me mm-hmm. it's and, and i mean this record it's it's absurd <laughs> it's, it's so an, good like yeah it, i'm so happy that like those three records in that order and i know we get harped on for loving those three records and like i think it's funny because i feel like all we do is talk about how like the recent records fit into their canon but like I guess you know like there was yeah. another recent review on Apple that was like these guys just like all the old stuff and I'm like mm, that's really not what we talk about a lot we really talk I mean about- we are the troublemaker evangelists goddamn I know like I feel like that's all we talk about is how good troublemaker is but uh, like but you know like the the thing that is wild is a band at its peak made three wildly different records yeah. that are all jostling for position you know what I right. mean? They're, they're all they're all making they're all making the podium you know what i mean like, yeah and they're so they like literally look feel and smell completely different you know right what I mean? like like that's like, that's it, the thing yeah all they are so different and and, and and i think people quickly like go oh that's rancid with like especially these two like alcohol the walls but like i think they're completely different like the oh, more God. and more yeah. i'm like slotting out in the walls as the jaw bro- breaker record, yeah 
I'm like, yeah, that's what it is. It is. It's it's, no, I think jawbreaker record. Like, it is with like, yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> a jawbreaker made a clash record. I don't. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is like, and it's very small and tight. Yeah, and, and again, diamond sharp. And then there's life on weight, which is like this, like you know, it's like you're opening a book and a Technicolor explosion right. of is coming out of it, right? Like it's like grimy. Like like the whole world is opening up and it's like late nineties like 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 running across the global you know world world and going like right. oh, what what can we do you know global yeah. meaning like right. Jamaica and America but right. like, you know what I mean <laughs> like but you know, and you you in like, London too weren't they in London yeah yeah Sorry, I think there's yeah. some London and you feel like right. you know they definitely toured Japan and like you have this feeling that like they had just been around the world and went right. Like, had that thing that happens to people when they travel like, like and then just go yeah holy shit the world's bigger i need to tell everybody that the world is bigger than they think it is you know what i mean like they just i need to tell everybody you know like there's a thing that happens to absolutely that, that's that why, sort of like it's why yeah the world expanded you know what yep. i mean and they just want to tell everybody you know like they're, they're so excited and i think this fits in i can listen to this song and i hear it's so funny i know this is this is probably a thing completely made up in my mind. Like, don't, nobody should take this as a, like a proclamation. You know what I mean? But like, for me, this record and some of these songs, and I would say this song squarely, which was, I do remember being a really important, I remember talking to my girlfriend about this record and playing this record on the vinyl. I had, I had the clear orange vinyl of this, which is long gone. And like, um, and you know, loving that it was called turntable and like all these things. And, I this record this song to me like I I hear Hello Nasty by the Beach Boys Beach Boys by the Beastie Boys and like um I'm trying to think like like uh oh man yeah. like Chibamato and like like I hear I hear just like Cornelius and yeah. like I hear like that sort of nice moment of global weirdness that happened in 1998 mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. 1997 to 99 before everything just got awful again you know yeah for a few years there and like there was sort of this global let's see what's happening everywhere thing right that happened because there was all this infusion of money and then everybody traveled the world right and came back home and was <laughs> like holy shit i'm what just happened you know <laughs> like you know like basically everybody was like, I gotta tell everybody about all these bands and all these other places, and I gotta tell about all these experiences I had. And they all made these really wild records towards the end of the nineties. And like, I think a lot of people shit on like ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine, and it's like, no, a lot of mainstream artists made their most weird, interesting records. You know, like uh-huh. Beck made his sad record, and like you know all these like, like there, you know, whether or not you care about these artists, there was like kind of an interesting thing in the air around mm-hmm. that time, you know. Totally. And it's like, and I, I fit this record right squarely within that, where I feel like Rancid was chasing that vibe. They were like, we are one of these artists. They still felt like they were one of the main artists, you know. They felt like they were main character energy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To, to take a dumb internet uh, right. violence, but like you know, where like they felt <laughs> like 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 we're just one of these bands. We're not like some like um you know like lesser punk band you know what i mean where i think they they ended up having a a you know chip on their shoulder for a lot of their career from here on out where they're like oh we're just we're never going to get out of the 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 corner for a lot of people where they just think we're the ska punk band right <laughs> i guess we just have to like double down on this these scenes and just stay in our corner we're not green day we can't get out of people's heads of just thinking that we are one thing 
you know, this was their attempt to do that. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think, no, I think that, in this record, I think they were trying, you know what I mean? I think, I think they so, still were man. trying to be bigger, you know? And, and yeah, God, that was such a fucking time. That period, like 90, yeah, 97 to 99. Like I'm just, yeah. Like now you've said that I'm thinking of all these different like bands that just went out of themselves. Like, uh, I, there's so many interesting little records that you just hear people, there was still money in the industry. There was like this just feeling of like, oh, well, I don't have to just do the thing I got famous for. Like, yeah, I even I, what just jumped to my head, which wasn't even like the thing that I'm thinking of, but like even Slater Kinney made decided to make a quiet little indie record. You know, they were the known for being the yeah. loud ass. Well, I mean, that's when that's when um, fucking Flaming Lips made Soft Bulletin. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, which <laughs> is great example. Like, which is like one of. And it's, you know, that's funny. It's an album I hadn't thought about in a long time. And then I heard a song. And I was like, oh my God, I forget. This is, this album is a wild album. I mean, oh, and and for them to, to, for them, I mean, I know they made Zyreka before that and Zyreka, but it was like its own thing. But like, that's not what anybody thought about with, you know, I mean, no. they were this weird. They were this loud guitar for, record. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and, and so it, there, there was that moment. And then, yeah. And then like 2000, I mean, and that's part then, you know, Rancid met the moment. I mean, like, well, everything, burn it all fucking down. Yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> they, they were like, fine, Warped Tour and Hardcore. And yep. and then the whole world went kind of in that direction. Where yep. Like the underground <laughs> went louder and, and harder and, and Hardcore and, and Grind and Locust and mm-hmm. Noise happened. And, you know, and Electric Clash. And like, it's fine. The world ebbs and flows. But like, there was a moment where they're like, oh, we are, you used to list like, at this moment, when you were like big, impressive rock bands at like festivals and stuff, you were like Rage, Beastie Boys, Rancid. Mm-hmm. Like that was their contemporaries in their head and in other people's head. It wasn't Pennywise, Bad Religion, Rancid. It was Rage, Rage, Beastie Boys. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it was, it was those yeah. bands. It was, you know, like Foo Fighters opened for them. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, <laughs> right. like, like that was a moment, you know, that they had. And I think Life Won't Wait was like, okay, we have this calling now to make something as good as Clash, as good as, you know, like these huge bands that have to make their big record when they get big, you know what I mean? And, and, and somehow they fucking met that moment. They fucking did it. Like, <laughs> like that's and the... Turntable is like as good as anything on this record. Yeah. And oh. more understated and interesting, I think, too. I mean, know? yeah, just like every time I look at the track list of this, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, it's yeah. crazy. It's, you, the one other thing I want to say about this uh-huh. is I get so stuck in my head. I can't even do I'm going to try to do it. But like, do you do you always hear the 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 my Western mind has a hard time? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like this getting the goddess dress, that whole thing. Like. Yeah. Oh my god, his delivery is like so deeply Tim on that part. My Western mind has a hard time getting across this trust. Has a resistance, your assistance. Yo, what's smoking dust? And style, no a trial. It's a vessel of love and fate. Come on, everybody, let's get together. High above the backdrop of hate. The whole lyrics, I mean, that's something we didn't talk too much about because they're so impressionistic. Like, they're, I don't really, I mean, I do think that's the other thing is like, this is a weirdly like mindful, interesting song. It was like, 
Yeah. I don't even know what it's about. I'm not it's sure if I know what it's about either. Um, I'm, like I'm. I don't know. It it seems like it I think it can. Be... You can. I think you could read a number of things into it. Whatever you know, like. I don't know. It's it's yeah. a cool. It's, it's a, a cool, song. cool song. It's a, <laughs> it's just a cool it is. song. It's a cool song. And again, that it's like the next to last song in the album or whatever. It's not, I don't think it's that far. But yeah, it's, it's like close it's like near the end. Yeah, it's near all those big songs that people are gonna take away from the album. You know, like, I, yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah, it's right and, after Wrongful Suspicion. Jesus. Yeah, like I they, mean, like the the last chunk of this record is like kind of an incredible group of songs, you know. Yeah. In their canon, you know, like so. Yeah, I'm realizing too. Like, God, oh, we still have a lot of fucking killer songs on this to talk about. Yeah, uh, I mean, every time we dip into Life Won't Wait, it's just like, oh, we've still got yeah a couple that are just like, oh my god, like all timers, like yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, um, but yeah, uh, Turtle total underrated. Yes totally amazing and listening closely it's like the production on this is like it's incredible closer to, it's like closer to music i listen to these days exactly yeah it, which it is, is it's yeah i don't know this is like what i want doom regulator to sound like you know right I mean? like this is, this is the side of tim that it like makes me excited god you know what I mean? right like yeah get into this and with jesse singing oh come on oh my god yeah <sighs> hell yeah we need some doom hell reg- yeah <laughs> we need some doom regulator news that's what we need we really do. We need yeah. some good, none of this bonk bonk shit. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And none of this. By the way, I hope it wasn't, I guess it was very clear. I just had like a moment of like, we've shat on like interrupters before and we've shat on bonk bonk. I don't, I hope to God nobody like thinks that we don't like ladies in punk rock um, or something. Did we shit on interrupters? I mean, I guess I wasn't there. I, you t- yeah, I mean, I'm very like neutral yeah. and my kid likes it so i'm like you know we'll no that's i mean it's it's good to call it, yeah I, that huh i just had this moment of like if we're too dismissive of it right i want to make sure it's like not for the wrong reasons yeah no i don't know why that popped in my head but yeah uh know. yeah it, anyways <sighs> okay turntable killer amazing all right what are we listening to next week well this week was a lot of fun Oh God! We're gonna, we're gonna. I'm gonna take what Ted said to heart. <laughs> a little bit of one for us, one for them. One we're for gonna, us, you know, it can. How far we can go from one week to another? Oh no! We're we're gonna. This is. This, <laughs> I hate. I apparently hate myself, and I hate you, and I hate our listeners. Because <laughs> next week we're gonna talk about L.A. River. <laughs> I was like, you're doing L.A. River. <laughs> We have to. We got to do it at some do. point. I know we we got to do it. We might as well follow up with something that's great with and you know. Yeah. So don't <sighs> don't fucking pick like something from indestructible like the week after next. We we need a we, cl- palate cleanser. We, yeah. 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 <laughs> God. Oh, I'm going to come back and I'm just going to be like it's the best song <laughs> in the catalog. If you do, then that's the end of the podcast. So keep that in mind. <laughs> that doesn't feel like missing an open. That doesn't feel like our podcast. Come Look, on. there's a there's a limit there's to every radical acceptance. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're saying. And L.A. River is that? No, hey, you know what? If we spend a week with L.A. River and come to the conclusion that it's pretty good, then I'm just gonna get boom shakalaka tattoos. And- exactly. <laughs> and I'm gonna. Oh God. Okay. And I'm I'm gonna like I'll write Matt an apology letter and be like. You can rap really well, bud. <laughs> That's all it says. Yeah. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. You're super. Hey, fella. Rapping. Hey, fella. 
Hey, hey, kid. <laughs> You're old enough to be my dad, but um, <laughs> maybe not quite. Okay, uh, that's fun. Good times. All right, everybody. Um, holler at us on Instagram at Ransompon. Send us an email. Send us a voicemail. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash foxydigitalis. And next week, we're going to fucking... We're going to boom shakalaka. See you in the pit. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, I, Episode done. Same. It's basically the same.